Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Good to see everybody back. Hope everybody had easy tightness. We're beginning now the second chilek of the Arches Chaim of the Rosh, which is very short, and hopefully we'll finish before Elo. The second chilek is usually designated Liyoy Shabbos, but at the end of the sixth day, it usually says, Saluk Hanhagar Shatikin HaRav Rabbeinu Asher. We've completed the practices that Rabbeinu Asher legislated, which means that the Sefer is over after Friday. So what exactly is this? Rav Goldberg quotes the Sheva Musra, Beliyah, kind of Izmir, that this is a different Madura of Archas Chaim. This Madura has um, 23 Oisiyos. The first Madura had 131 Oisiyos. And the second Madura has 23. Um, it begins with Oirach Chaim Lamala Lamaskal. The path of life goes above to the man of intelligence, Lamansur Misha Omata, in order that he turn away from the abyss below. Now it's a little bit different than the first Madura. The first Madura begins, Hadvarim Sheyizayar Bohem Lasur Mimoik Sheymaves Velayar Baarachayim. The matters that a person should turn away from to turn from the trap of death and to be illuminated in the light of life. So there the Rosh puts it that these Hanhagos illuminate a person toward life and the bad cuss, the bad practices are a trap of death. Here it says the path of life upward to the man of intellect. The Toysus Yomtev in his Targum explains that the pathway to go up to life, to eternal life, is when you're misboinen with clarity what is in store for you by turning away from the path that brings to Gehenna. Meaning the Pasuk means the way to be successful, to turn away from the abyss, is by contemplating of the good that it accrues to you when you turn away from those things that take you down. Okay, so let's begin. Number one, Separate Maaser from any profit that Hashem brings to you. So the emphasis here is separating Maaser from any profit that Hashem brings to you. Regarding Maaser, the Rosh emphasizes to separate, that the main obligation is to separate it, and then you give it when the Aniyim come your way. But it seems like the main obligation is to separate it. Why does the Rosh say, from any profit that Hashem brings your way? What his intention is, that if a person recognizes that the profit is from Hashem, and not from his own ingenuity, it will be easier to separate Maser. Fine. So that's number one. To separate Maser from any Revach that Hashem brings your way. It's interesting that this would be the first Anhaga mentioned in the Rosh. To separate Maaser. Then the Rosh says, You should give it immediately to charity when you could afford it. At the end of each month, and the end of each year, a golden coin and a half. Meaning, 
that if an Oni comes your way, then you can't send him away empty-handed. You have to give him at least something that you could afford. And give him immediately. Because if Aniyam are standing there, you're over Baal Ta'acher. Like the Bir Alacha brings in some Tafresh Mem, that the first night of Sukkot, if it rain falls, you have to wait till Chatzos. But if you have guests that are poor, you don't have to wait till Chatzos because they, they don't have to fulfill every Shita. And you have an obligation not to delay giving charity. Gimel. Sheyispalel erav uvaikah b'chol yom ematzibur. Tadavin every evening and morning. Shachas min chamar v'tatzibur. Now the Mechaber says in Simon Tzadi, Yishtadel adam lispalel v'leisik nesamatzibur. You should try to daven with a minion. That implies it's a good thing to do, but it's not obligatory. The Amek Bracha says that there's no chiyuv to daven with the tzibur. It's just the tefillah of an individual is always listened to only when you down with the tzibur. Therefore, if you want to get your tefillah answered, you should try to down with the minion. But Rav Moshe writes in a tshuva that in Archaim, Chelek Beis, Simen Chavzayin, Chelek Gimel, Simen Zayin, that it's a chi of the mitzvah's tefillah, because since the purpose of davening is to get your tefillah answered, and your tefillah can only be definitively answered if you're down with a minion. According to Moshe, it's a chiyav to down with a minion. Dayan Weiss and Menchas Yitzchak Zayin Simit Vav also learns it's a chiyav. L'chayra, the fact that you have to travel up to four mil in the direction you're going to get a minion, that also indicates that it's an obligation. And the Chavetz Chaim in the Shemir Salashon speaks at length about the importance of davening with a minion. He says you get schar for the footsteps you take and your mekabal the shechina. And when you learn in the base Hamedrish, you also, when you daven in a shul, you'll also get Talmud Torah afterwards, in all likelihood. And when you do, when you daven with the minion, then your tzitzis is elevated, because you're doing it with a tzibor, and your tefillin is elevated, because you're doing it with a tzibor, and your shema is elevated, because you're doing it with a tzibor. And your oichel parasem by mazah, and your zarcha to long life. And when you daven, it's eitz ratzayin, and Hashem doesn't despise your tefillah, and many other benefits. So, for, uh, so the rush has mentioned tzedakah, tefillah, dalit, sheyanich tefillin v'chayim, to put on tefillin every day. So he mentions tzedakah, tefillah, tefillin, hey, sheyikba mezuzah v'chayim, shari beisim v'chayim v'mezuzah, to establish a mezuzah, to put up a mezuzah in every gateway that's obligated in mezuzah. So it's hard to understand what the common denominator of all these suggestions are. Rabbi Chesko Sarna says that uh, the Rush is listing those things that the world stands on. Tzedakah, Chesed, Tefillah, Taira, Tefillin, Mezuzah. What about Tzitzis? Rabbi Goldberg asks. Since when does the world stand on Tefillin and Mezuzah? Sivvav. Sheikba Itamatar to set aside time for learning. Like the Shokhanar says in Simon Kufnun Hey, establish times to learn. Those times should be set, not to forego it under any circumstance. The Mishabura says someone who always sticks to their Zman are is Mibale Amana. He's Mamin Ubaiteach, then Hashem will not be Mechaser his Mazainais. 
And the uh, Mishabur brings down from the Yushalmi that there was somebody who had a set time to learn and they were calling out to him, No, come by, come by. And he said, I can't be Mavato, my Zaman of learning. And from here we learn that part of being able to establish fixed times to learn is having a Muna that when you work, it's not your work which is earning a profit, but it's all, it's just Heshtadlis and the Rebbe is giving you the success and that gives you the fortitude and the amuna to be kaveh itim latayra. In, in other words, being able to be kaveh itim latayra comes from being noisev in noisein be'amuna, which Rav Goldberg says, okay, now we understand the Rush's next comments. Sheyia ne'amun b'masayv matanu v'diburai, that you should be honorable and faithful in your business dealings and in your words. The Gemara and Shabbos says that's the first question they ask you after 120, did you deal in business honestly? And this is, the Gemara in Yuma says this is not just a matter of not stealing, but doing business in an honorable way that it makes the Kiddush Hashem that people should say, fortunate is your father that taught you Torah, fortunate is your Rebbe that taught you Torah. So these are seven Hanhagais, and as Hashem will uh, pick it up tomorrow. Great to see everybody back. Bracha v'hatzlacha. Call to everyone. Bye-bye.